Hey there, this is Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Did you know we wrapped up a two-part mini-series, How to Run Meetings Effectively? I believe that was episodes 58 and 59. If you haven't checked them out, go back and do that. Now we're on to a different topic. Feeling stuck in your job. Welcome to episode 60. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. You've tuned in to episode 60, Feeling Stuck in Your Job. The other day, I was having a conversation, and one of the people that I was talking to said, you know, I really feel stuck here. They may not realize that the reason they're stuck is the way they perceive things. Their job more or less your job, your company, your position, can't hold you back. You are in control of your destiny. You are in control of the job that you hold and future jobs that you seek out. It all depends how you look at it. So I wonder, what feelings are you having if you're stuck in your job? How long have you been there? How long have you been in the same position? And are there any chances for the opportunity of advancement? Coming back to how long you've been there, rather than look at it as a negative, perhaps you could look at it as a positive. You're someone that's gaining knowledge, gaining experience, and possibly slowly becoming the go-to person in that group or in that company. You're gaining subject matter expertise. There's going to be things that you've gone through and continue to go through that others without that experience won't have that knowledge base and that ability to solve. So maybe it could be that you look at it differently, kind of turn your hat to the other side, so to speak, and think, you know what, rather than feeling stuck here, I'm actually contributing and becoming knowledgeable specifically on a variety of topics. The next thing. How long have you been in that same position? I know that certain companies look at that two ways. One way could be that if you're not rotating through your positions within a company, whether you're taking step-up promotions, which are responsibility and pay increase jumps, or lateral promotions, meaning side-to-side, where there's not always a level of authority increase or a level of responsibility increase, And in some cases, with those lateral promotions, you may not even get a pay raise, which is unfortunate. But what it does do for you is put you into a different position and a different experience range. You're slowly building out the variety of skills, knowledge, and experiences you have, which can make you more valuable to the company. The other thing I mentioned was, hey, are there any opportunities for advancement? Now, that can be looked at a number of different ways. You could potentially seek opportunities for advancement by looking on job boards, talking to coworkers or management, or on the other hand, see if your company has any kind of training programs or mentoring programs. In a way, it is advancement because you're further increasing or advancing your knowledge. But if you truly feel stuck in your job, and the things that I've just mentioned don't really connect with you, 
there's a trick for that to figure out why you feel stuck. And you need to break down your why. There's a tool in the industry that sometimes is used called the five whys. With that tool, you simply ask yourself, why do you feel stuck in your job? And you take your response. From that response, you would then say, why do you feel that way? And as you slowly pare down your responses, eventually, within usually four to five why questions, you drill down to the root cause or the root topic that's causing you to feel the way you do about feeling stuck in your job. For example, why don't you like your job or why do you feel stuck in your job? Perhaps you respond, there is no opportunity for advancement. So I would say back to you, why is there no opportunity for advancement? Your response could be, we never have any job openings. Okay, why don't you have any job openings? Well, they never seem to announce them and they get filled before I know about them. Okay, so why don't they get announced? And then eventually you'll drill down to find out how to learn about the job opportunities if they truly do exist, but you're just not getting notified or you're not following the right channels of communication to be notified. That was a very simple example, but using the why question process works out pretty well. Have you talked to your peers about advancement? How did the people around you, especially in supervisory or managerial positions, get to be where they are? Did they apply directly when they hired into the company and that's the position they stayed at? Or have they advanced over time? If so, it wouldn't hurt to grab a snack with them, lunch, or even, you know, a drink after work perhaps, and talk to them about how they did what they did. What were the indicators that showed job openings or the need to fulfill a supervisory or managerial role? With regard to your work friends, what type of environment do you have? Is it positive and uplifting, or are they bandwagon bashers? You know, you're likely to become like the people you hang around with, be very similar to the people you hang out with. So, if you're truly feeling stuck in your job, take a pause, perhaps right now during this podcast, and ask yourself, is it me and the position of my job that I feel stuck with? Or do I actually look forward most days, if not all days, to going into work, but something sets me off, something triggers me to feel unhappy, perhaps unwanted or unmotivated, truly stuck in your role, stuck in your job? Could it be that everything's going reasonably well until you interface with a certain person or certain group of people in a particular part of your company? My point being If there are bandwagon bashers, as I'll call them out there, or those drawn to negative thought and speech, how much time are you spending around them? And do you further their conversations by engaging with them and putting fuel to the fire? You might want to stop and check yourself if that's the situation. People will see that you fit into certain groups, such as positive and supportive, or negative and unsupportive. Also, it does get around the office and in your work environment as well when you have a particular trending personality or viewpoint. Have your past performance reviews been very positive and supportive, 
Or do you consistently have something that you're looking on your list and say, Craig really needs to work on his positivity. Craig spends too much time in negative environment social groups at work. Craig rarely offers supportive comments. Your emotions can affect the way you work, can affect your efficiency, and can affect your output. When you're stuck in your job, you spend a lot more time in the emotional side of your brain rather than the logical side. Now, I used a phrase when you're stuck in your job. I should correct that. It's when you feel stuck in your job. Because again, you are not stuck where you are or where you were. It is only a perception of feeling stuck. You are in control of your current role and your future roles that you'll support, promote to, or transition into. So again, monitor who you hang around with, what is said, and how much you contribute to those points. Speaking about that, there's a statement in the industry called learned helplessness. And it's defined, I would say, as uncontrollable bad events, perceived lack of control, or generalized helpless behavior. There's even some cartoons if you look up learned helplessness. And one example is a small concrete wall on a street. It's a wall that you could go around. You realize it's not that large, but for some reason, you just don't go around it. You feel blocked in. It's as if you've given up hope to pass around the wall and continue your journey forward or to overcome and potentially crawl under or over the wall. It's really a matter of how you look at things. Another cartoon example of learned helplessness would be there was an image of a suggestion box, which is a great thing, but the bottom of the suggestion box was shown open and it was placed directly over a garbage can. Basically, put your suggestion in the top, feeling like you've contributed positively and you're looking forward to potential change, and your notice goes right into the garbage. Another and final image would be people chained to their desk or to their chair, and instead of a name tag, they had the word no, can't, or won't for their name. It really is about your mental perception, your view of where you are, how you feel, that determines if you feel stuck in your job. You don't need anyone's permission to get unstuck. If you start making small changes today, you will be in a better place tomorrow. I'll tell you, though, the changes need to be for you. As I mentioned earlier, a place that you can start is at work. What do your previous performance reviews say? You don't need a secret decoder ring, but you may need to take a second look more of a deep dive. If you have more than one performance review, look for recurring statements. Are there messages that you're not seeing because you're just accepting what you're reading, kind of just processing it, but not absorbing the words? If you truly want to change, truly want to grow or improve with your position at work, thinking, hey, I do have a chance to promote, I do have a chance to continue here and be happier, potentially why look for another position rather than feeling stuck? Go back and look at your performance reviews again. 
I promise you there can be some golden nuggets. Try not to get upset if you see areas that are weaknesses or areas targeted for improvement. We all have them. Each of us have different areas. Some may be the same area, but they could be at different levels of needing improvement as well. Now, if you don't have your performance reviews or don't have access to them, your company doesn't support them for some reason, you can reach out to your direct supervisor or manager, even talk to your colleagues and peers, and ask them questions over time about how they feel you're performing, what areas that they think, hey, what would you do if you worked in this position? What training would you take or what education would you pursue to try to improve your abilities and your skills? Those are just some example questions, but give you areas to grow and help you improve in your position. Now, does your company support a mentoring program? That's where you work with people one-on-one or one-on-many. It could be, as I said, in group environments, and you learn from each other. That would be co-mentoring. You give, they receive, they give, you receive. Now, it may be initially that you need help, so it would be truly mentoring, where it would be one-on-one, and you would state the challenges you're facing or the concerns that you have, and your mentor would provide you with guidance, sometimes homework. It could be in the form of listening to an awesome podcast, hopefully like this one. It could be reading a small book, maybe watching a particular video, such as a TED Talk or a YouTube show, and it's just to get a different viewpoint to see how it can help you grow, and how it can help you move forward. If you keep the mentoring program going, you would meet on a regular basis, such as weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly. And that's important also, because just having one meeting with someone can spark some inspiration and some emotional growth, but it's not enough because your fire will slowly die out, will slowly flame out. So if you are to do that mentoring, It could just be 15 or 30 minutes per session, but it's something you put down on your calendar and you make a commitment to do. You'll slowly feel like you're on the upward path to growth and getting unstuck. About that mentoring and coaching, if your company does not support it, that's okay. But would your company support external courses or external training? Would they potentially provide partial or full reimbursement if you successfully complete the course with a good grade? Now, being stuck or feeling stuck could partially be on you, but it also could be on your boss too. It really is a matter of how you look at it and the action you choose to take. Some bosses can hold you back because they feel that you're such a good performer, they'd hate to lose you as an asset. While that's great news to hear that you're a great performer and a strong asset, it is difficult to think about the fact that you are being held back almost like you're stuck in the mud, right? Need to have those conversations politely and respectfully with your management to see if that's the case, if you can hone in on that. Perhaps one way to overcome that would be to take your expertise and help coach, mentor, or train others. If you do so, perhaps your management would see that you're capable of just more than doing your job to a high level, to an optimum level, but also that you're great with communicating, interfacing, and leading others. Someday, if your management or supervision earns a promotion or has to leave the department, you could be next in line for that position. Or if a supervisory role opens or team lead role opens, you could be thought of for that position, for example. 
Again, it's important to have those conversations respectfully and with limited emotion, trying just to state the facts. Remember the two ears, one mouth concept. Listen twice as much as you speak and also powerfully placed pauses. I have an episode on that actually you might want to listen to. But the concept behind it is pause before responding. Let your supervisor or manager in this case get their conversation out, their message out. Pause. Digest it. Think, how do I want to respond? What particular point or points do I want to address? To give you some hope, some inspiration, should you choose that your job is not right for you or you and your manager are not the right fit. The other day, I was looking on the web just to see if I would pick a new restaurant to try out. And before I could even determine what their menu options were, there was a banner across the top and it said, 250 or one of them was $500 instant hiring bonus. There are many positions out there, restaurant positions, for example, food service. Maybe that's not your industry, but the point is it gives you hope that there are other positions out there, even if you choose them temporarily, just as placeholders while you get your you know process in order, your information in order, maybe boost or update your resume, work on your cover letter, and get your feelers out for future positions if the role you're in is not right for you. Remember, that other position, which could be a supplemental position to your job to bring in a little bit extra pay, or it could be a transition position, it doesn't have to be your lifelong job or your career destiny. It's simply an opportunity as a placeholder to get you out of a potentially toxic situation if you feel you've tried a variety of other avenues, some of them discussed on this podcast, and you're just not making any progress. With these new positions, these new opportunities, you could meet new people. You'll see how you respond and perform in new environments, and maybe you'd find a new career path in a different industry. Again, the point of today's podcast, as we start to close, feeling stuck in your job, it is a strong emotional component. You are in charge of your future. Just have to open up your mindset and your views and strongly consider change. Your change doesn't have to be a 180, a complete U-turn. However, if you start to make small step changes now, when you're done, you'll be at the top of a mountain looking down at what you once were at or once troubled with. So again, start making small changes today, whatever they are, self-help, self-improvement, self-education. There's free podcasts such as this one out there. There are TED Talks. There are a variety of educational resources online which are free. And I believe a number of universities are even giving out free classes. I hope today's podcast, episode 60, Feeling Stuck in Your Job, helped you if you are feeling stuck in your job and it gave you a different viewpoint on things. Thank you for being a valuable listener to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I've been your host, Craig Ansell. And if you haven't heard, we've just redesigned our website, craigansell.com. Please stop in and visit today. We've got a whole bunch of resources, many of which are free. You can download guides, templates, a number of things for career growth, because we want to make your career growth easy. God bless you. We'll see you at episode 61.